You are listening to the Survived to Thrive podcast with Amy Miller, a podcast for survivors of suicide loss. In this weekly podcast, you will learn more about your unique experiences and gain insights on your brain and how it processes grief and loss due to a loved one's suicide. While suicide grief comes in all shapes and sizes, Amy shows you that you still can have a life full of joy and fulfillment even though your loved one died. You don't have to just survive anymore. You can thrive. You are listening to the Survive to Thrive podcast with Amy Miller, episode number 54, Navigating the Holidays. Hey there, guys. How are you? I hope you had a fantastic week. Okay, so I'm recording this podcast episode the week prior to Thanksgiving. And I've been thinking a lot about the holidays. I've been thinking about it because my sister's six-year anniversary lands on Thanksgiving this year. My sister passed away on November 23rd, 2017. And that year it happened to be on Thanksgiving. And this year, Thanksgiving also lands on November 23rd. And so it's really resurfacing a lot of memories and it's also bringing up a lot of feelings that I have about that day and about Thanksgiving and about finding out that my sister had passed on that day. And it's really brought up some layers to my grief that I wasn't really expecting. And so I thought that I would like to talk about this today, not only for myself, but for those of you who have also loved ones, perhaps during the holidays, and also just for those of you who are dealing with grief despite the holidays coming. It's just one of those things that we sometimes just have to deal with. And in fact, all of us have to deal with it after we lose someone that first Christmas and that first Thanksgiving that comes, we all have to deal with it. And so I really thought it would be important to discuss navigating the holidays after we've lost someone that we care so much about. Okay. I want to talk about some of the things we can do to help us cope when we have lost someone that we care about and especially to suicide. Okay. And the first thing I want to talk about is our feelings. Okay. And the advice I want to give you about your feelings and the emotions that you feel regarding your loss and the manner in which your loved one had passed and not having them with you during the holidays is to just allow yourself to feel those feelings as they come. Okay. Grief can sometimes bring up conflicting emotions and there's going to be moments maybe where you're going to be feeling a lot of deep sadness and other minutes you're going to feel a lot of anger and frustration. And there's going to be time where you're going to feel probably very confused. And what I want to say about that is that it's really important 
important to allow ourselves the space to just feel our feelings about our loss, even though a holiday is here. Okay. Now, growing up, we've all learned that Christmas and Thanksgiving and all of these holidays that we celebrate should elicit some sort of joyous and positive feelings. And so it can be such a challenge to not want to just shove those negative feelings that we feel deep down inside to hopefully help save the holidays. And I want to say that when we're doing this, we're not really helping the situation, okay? Because we're not feeling joy when we're shoving away sadness. We're not feeling excitement and anticipation of the holidays when we're trying to stuff down anger, okay? It just doesn't really work. What works is allowing ourselves to just feel the emotions, feel the void that we're feeling, feel the sadness, feel the frustration, the confusion, the anger, just to feel it all, okay? And when we allow ourselves to just feel our feelings, somehow it softens the negative feelings when we give ourselves permission to feel them. Isn't that interesting? But it's true. If we allow ourselves to just feel and process those negative emotions, not judge ourselves or shame them, they actually feel better. And I find that to be so fascinating. So I think it's really important to just allow yourself space and time to acknowledge your emotions, to express your feelings that are coming up for you. And just be able to work through some of those emotions that feel difficult to work through, okay? So feel your feelings. The second thing I want to recommend is not to resist the grief, okay? I know during the holidays, we really just want to put it off. We want to be able to just forget about it for a little bit because you want to just take a break. You want to be there for your families. You want to be there for your kids, for your spouse, for your parents, whoever, right? And so many of us, when we're dealing with grief, just try to resist it in the moment. And I think that when we resist, it distorts what we're actually experiencing. Okay. And it somewhat distorts the actual holiday we're celebrating because while we're looking like we're having a good holiday, that we're enjoying ourselves, the truth is we're going to have a lot of angst right behind that. We're going to have a lot of frustration of the resistance that we're having. So I highly recommend, highly recommend to not resist the grief, okay? The third thing I want to suggest is having self-compassion and taking care of yourself, okay? Now, getting through the holidays, it's going to be challenging. It's going to be very hustle and bustle. There's going to be a lot of busyness. There's going to be a lot of people that are feeling very cheerful when you don't feel so cheerful and that's going to be challenging right and I feel like that 
when you're faced with things like that, where maybe you have a friend that really loves Christmas and is just so excited about it, but you're just not feeling it. Okay. There's nothing wrong with you. Okay. And there's nothing wrong with the friend. The friend's just choosing to really enjoy their holiday and you get to decide how you want to think and how you want to feel about the holiday. Maybe this year is just not your year. Maybe you just want to be alone and just really process your grief. And it's totally okay. And I think you need to give yourself compassion and allow yourself space to be able to do that because grief is so challenging. And I feel like we try to rush through it and we don't allow ourselves the time and space to do it. But I think giving yourself compassion, recognizing that you yourself is a human being going through a really hard time, I think is crucial. So give yourself some self-compassion. The next thing I want to suggest is really taking care of your body. Okay. Do things that really help um, nourish and strengthen your body. Okay. For example, try to be conscientious about eating healthy. Okay. Eating some healthy foods. I'm not saying eat everything healthy and not indulge in treats or anything like that. I'm just saying be conscientious of what you're taking into your body and be a little bit more conscientious about the nutrition you're offering your body. Also, I suggest offering yourself a more regular exercise routine and be conscientious about your sleep. Okay. I think it's really easy for us to lose sight of our sleep and not really pay attention. So just be very mindful of your body and be conscientious of it and really work at trying to take care of your body. Okay. The next thing I really want to suggest is to start new traditions. Okay. Now, this is not to necessarily eliminate your old traditions. In fact, I'm not saying to do that at all. In fact, I suggest you keep your old traditions because I think the traditions that you did with your loved one are really important. It helps honor them, but also maybe do something a little bit new. I've seen people where at Thanksgiving, they reserve a chair for their missing loved one. I've seen it where people will hang a stocking or something for their loved one and people would write notes and to their loved one that has gone and put that in their stocking. There's a variety of different things that you could do to help honor your loved one and start a new tradition. And I highly recommend doing that. I think it's really healing and really important to do that. But again, I would suggest to make sure you honor your old traditions and memories, okay, because you need to really hang on to these rituals and these routines of the past. And I think it's really a great way to help connect not only with your loved one that has passed, but to also strengthen connections to your other loved ones, okay? The next thing I would suggest that I think is really important and also to give you this option, which I think a lot of people, when they're dealing with grief, 
especially grief due to suicide, don't really feel comfortable with choosing this option simply because of expectations and that sort of thing. But sometimes just having um, the expectation of celebrating a holiday sometimes can feel a bit overwhelming. And I think that opting out of a holiday isn't necessarily a bad thing. Okay. In fact, I would say sometimes it's crucial. Sometimes you really need to just choose to opt out of a holiday simply because your mental health needs to take a break from it. Okay. Maybe it's just a lot to handle. And so I think opting out can be such a great idea. Now, I can hear so many of you, especially those of you who have children, are saying to yourself, I would really like to opt out of the holiday, but I can't because I've got my kids. Here's the thing. You can still provide a great holiday with your children, okay? And you don't have to be involved. In fact, you could just be minimally involved, right? Because you can enlist help from others. There are plenty of people out there who would be willing, who would be more than willing to help out in any way they can. If that means in some way carrying out a tradition that you have for Christmas, maybe you need someone to help you with getting presents under the tree, right? Whatever it is, people are always willing to help. So if you're really super concerned about how it might affect your children, I highly recommend doing that. But most importantly is just to allow yourself the permission to opt out if your mental health needs it. Because you know what? Frankly, sometimes you just do and it's totally okay. All right. So those are the things that I suggest to help navigate through the holidays. There are so many other things that you can do, but I think I've given you a list of things that you could try this year that I think are super, super helpful and can really help you to cope and get through it for this year. And I highly recommend that you try them. All right, my friends, I hope you have a wonderful holiday season. And again, if you feel like you need to just take a break from it, feel free to do so. You have my permission to do so. Until next time, bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Survived to Thrive podcast. If you like this podcast, please share with your friends and write a review on iTunes. Also, check out survived-to-thrive.com for more information and to subscribe to get the podcast's latest episode, along with useful tips you can begin to use immediately to feel better, directly sent to your inbox.